0: This podcast is brought to you by Private Jets. Private Jets, when you want to make all your friends feel poor. You are not-
1: to make somebody feel like a broke boy.
0: Dude, the purpose of private jets is literally just to make everyone else feel poor around you. Why don't you just ride first class in a plane? No, mustn't touch, mustn't see any other human being when on my private jet to
1: wherever the fuck I'm going. I wonder what it's like to smoke a cigar on a plane, though, like Michael Jordan did.
0: Uh, that's the 80s. (laughs) What's good, downtown rats? Ian's drinking, so I guess I'm going to do the intro.
1: It's power and Allie <laughs> No Piva. Hey, remember that episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia where they tried to match Wade Boggs' beer drinking record in yes. a cross-country flight? Do you think yeah. that was on a private flight or a, like a team charter or a public flight?
0: What do you mean?
1: Like, do you think that guy drank 60 beers amongst the general public or do you think he drank it with the squad um, in between games?
0: It I mean, honestly, he probably didn't give a shit about anything, and he probably just sat in coach with everyone else.
1: Yeah, word, right? Yeah. Getting bombed with the people. Yeah, exactly. We were having this conversation uh, over the weekend. We went to Maine, so we were talking with some homies. Like, you know, we're getting a little bit older, so when we start to go back to music festivals, like, glamping might be the wave. Like tents, lack of sleep, and then music all day. Yeah.
0: We can't sleep on the ground anymore.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's not really my kind of party. But I'll say, like, I don't need to have my own private bathroom. Like, I can take a dump in the worst kind of bathroom and not give a shit, you know? Like, oh, I cannot. So I'm all about, like, vip camping like i'll sleep good but then i'm trying to be out there stepping in crazy shit i don't getting no, my I'm, shoe blasted I, off I, I with the public
0: i can get my shoe blasted off but i'm not good with stepping in shit and throw up that's that's where i draw the line
1: you bring a pair of shoes to the festival just don't even expect to bring them back or if you do okay put them in the trash before All you right, come that's home
0: good to know. <laughs> no i um yesterday when we were coming home from maine like i'm gonna get i'm gonna like gag while i'm saying this story Anyway, we like we. St- I really had to pee because we drank. I think we drank mimosas before we left, or maybe bloody marys. We drank something before we left. Oh, and we stopped at the brewery, so I really had to pee. So you ordered a flight. So, <laughs> well, any kind of alcohol makes me have to pee. So, um, I was like, we really need to stop. So. <laughs> We stopped at the liquor store. Stupid because we didn't buy any liquor at the New Hampshire liquor store. Everyone should buy liquor at the New Hampshire liquor store if you pass it. If it's you- there for a reason. Yeah. It's all discounted. Get your shit. No tax.
1: You're telling me. If you get pulled over, though, like they'll be like, what are you doing out here? It's like boosting your economy. You guys don't have anybody that lives up here.
0: For real. <laughs> you guys are all tourists. No, so I went in and they had like... Twenty porta potties lined up on the side. I'm like, sweet. Let's <laughs> Oh, I forgot about that. Let's go. So we walk up and I see the first one. I'm like, I'm just gonna go in this one. I open the door and whoever was in there before me was very sick. I don't know which end they were sick from, but they completely missed they got everywhere except the hole.
1: Oh this in is the the porta potty. hearing about the details.
0: No, I told you on the way you just probably weren't paying attention because you were tired, but like th- every it was in every nook and cranny and I like opened it and I looked at it for a second and there was like a long line of people like coming from the parking lot. Not a long line, but like there were crowds of people coming from the parking lot and I was like, should I just go in? And then I shut, I think I shut it and opened it like three times. Like, maybe it's not that bad. Let me look again. And the third time I was like, no, I'm not fucking doing this.
1: (laughs) Wait till you go to a festival. That's all I'm saying. You haven't seen nothing. I'm not, yeah, I'm not. You ain't seen nothing.
0: One time when we went to House of Blues, I walked in the bathroom and I was about to walk into a stall and this girl in front of me just threw up. All over, right in front of the stall I was gonna walk into. That was I a was like, "Sabotage, right?" All right, I guess I'm not fucking walking into this stall. Thank you for helping me make my stall decision, girl. <laughs> oh no. No, no, no! It's like you missed the toilet by five steps. <laughs>
1: Big yikes! We've all come up a little short, you know. mm
0: mm-hmm. Mhm.
1: Sometimes you just don't quite make it, but it's the thought that counts. She tried. At least she didn't do it in front of a bunch of people.
0: Uh, there were a lot of people in the bathroom Those bathrooms are huge at House of Blues I don't know It looks like the fucking Harry Potter bathroom it Has like a fountain in them, and Maybe I was just drunk last time I went But it has like a huge like I call it the fountain in the middle But it's like a huge thing where like 20 people can wash their hands And then there's like magical stalls all around And the, ceilings are really high
1: The fountain of youth
0: I'm gonna go back sober I'm gonna be like this is not what I remember one time I went to the.
1: You a live shows again, man.
0: There will be in a couple of years, in uh, in Providence. There's a place called Bar Louie, and on two, I don't think they have it anymore. But on Tuesdays they used to do dollar beer and dollar. Ber- I'm saying this to my to the yeah. listeners, not to you, because I know you know. But they had dollar beers and dollar burgers on Tuesdays, so you know naturally as a college student, you'd go and get blasted for twelve dollars and eat for 12 for all for 12 dollars and i think like our total check was actually 12 dollars no, like
1: in the 20s because you would ball out and get the two dollar Narragansett. i wouldn't you would no that was all you no yeah it was you no fam I drank PBR. no i drank pbrs no, you drank Gansett.
0: fam no i don't no. like gansett's
1: but you dr- ordered them because you didn't like pbr
0: Oh my God! I literally drank PBR. We literally have pictures of me and Angie drinking PBRs.
1: Maybe with Angie, but you ordered Gansett I like don't remember.
0: Yo, yo, no. Yes. You would order the Gansett, dude. I don't drink Gansett. But I drank so much Gansett. You, that
1: I stopped you drank.
0: No, you drank Gansett, not me.
1: Listeners, you just d-
0: said you just said you drank so much Gansett. No, 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 because like, back in the day, yeah, when we used to go two years ago.
1: You know. <laughs> You know, and you'd be at, like, like you'd go to the Met, and you don't want to, like, fuck up a check, so you just start drinking gansets, and, you know, the bartender's judging you, but just how it goes. Like, I used to drink 24-ounce gansets for a dollar from berries. Those things slapped. They were very important. That's how I passed school.
0: Uh, for the record, Ian was the one ordering gansets, not me. No.
1: And then we, Next. Get a, then we get a basket of tots or some shit.
0: So what I was going to finish my story off saying was the first time I went there, I was so drunk. That the second time I went there, I thought the bathroom was completely mirrored. Because when I was drunk the first time, I looked in the mirror and my head remembered the bathroom the complete reverse.
1: <laughs> drunk and gets dyslexic.
0: <laughs> You're dyslexic. What's wrong with being dyslexic? I don't know.
1: Yeah. Just a little mixy, just like this mixed drink that I'm drinking, sponsored by Owens Mixers. No, I'm just kidding. But I'm trying it for the first time. This grapefruit lime shit slaps.
0: His breath smells like vodka. This is this is the the four D. This is the four D uh, version of the podcast. If you want to know what Ian smells like, please open a bottle of vodka and just smell it while you listen.
1: Oh, I'm not that bad, Jesus.
0: Remember, um, so. When I was in college, whenever I heard this, I love the song Doses and Mimosas, but whenever I heard the song Doses and Mimosas when I was in college, I would instantly taste vodka in my mouth. And it got to the point where I would like, I, I would be driving and I'd be like, why am I tasting vodka all of a sudden? And it would just be like subliminal. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know it was playing, but I, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't happen anymore.
1: No, I'm officially unemployed, so I figured getting drunk would be... the celebratory way to, uh, ring in the... Woohoo!
0: I wish I had, like, um... I don't even know, like, a toy or something. Woohoo! Unemployment!
1: Yeah, back on the fucking wave. So, yeah, uh, I'm back retraining with my job. You know, I fight so hard for these six months to get back on the clock, and unexpectedly just get told that there's a reduction in force this morning. So, unfortunately... Left your boy without a career, but the newspaper industry fucking sucks Without anyways. a career?
0: No, just without a job. you got a whole career ahead of you. Yeah. Well. Believe me. I
1: thought I was going to be there for a while. There was a lot. I really, hey, I'll, before I start just completely destroying the newspaper industry in this episode, because that's what we're going to talk about today, why the newspaper industry is a joke. But, yes! But, uh. No, so, I'll say working in New Bedford, like the team that I worked with, all the people were rad. But from a sales perspective, and I have no problems coming out and saying this now that I purposely didn't try to sell ads to people that I knew because I felt like I was scamming them because let's face Damn. it the newspaper fucking sucks. People don't read the paper
0: very specific people read the paper it stinks, but that's that's what's going on now.
1: People that read the paper also order jewelry off QBC you know like <laughs> it's got about fifteen years left, and that's it. Like.
0: You know what? Um, it was the same thing with my job. Like, you didn't like your job, but you were like, "Oh, I'm just gonna stick it out because it's in my career," and blah blah blah. That's what happened with my first job, and I got laid off, and I was so distraught, blah blah blah. And then I got my new job, and I was like, "Yeah, this was supposed to happen for a reason." Because I was, I was telling you for a while, like, "Hey, if you're unhappy, blah blah blah," and you were like, "No, no, we gotta, we gotta get a house. No, I have to stay. Oh, I have to. No, because you, you're not happy, and if you're not happy, then." What's the point, you know?
1: It's not that I wasn't happy, but, you know, uh, they were going through an issue of branding for sure. Like, like I would hit businesses up, right? And if I were to say, like, the overall media company that I was working with, they'd be like, oh, like, they they wouldn't have as much of a guard up, I guess. So I would go into businesses instead, and I'd be like, hey, I'm from such and such a newspaper. And they'd be like, oh, nah, fuck that shit. Like, we're good. Nobody reads the newspaper and they're right. So basically, what happened is they started first, they started cutting the editorial department, right? Because they figured, hey, people in sales they are just, still generating revenue. So I saw a lot of people on the editorial side go first.
0: They, they well, they were, they started buying all their articles from other
1: Yes, Yeah. So news they, they basically outlets. centralized it. And with the merger, they got a lot of articles from a National Newsbase. And, you know, my parents still get the papers. So they'd be talking about, like, hey, the paper's so thin. It's all like national articles, like it's because yeah, there's nobody to write the articles anymore, yeah. And that's a terrible business model, honestly. So, I mean, I guess where to start. Uh, So the newspapers really, you know, a lot of newspapers are old, but they started really tracking, like history, like yeah, in the fifties, right? So
0: in the fifties, yeah, that's when they started. started That's way before then. Yeah, I know,
1: but papers have been around forever, but they started like tracking statistics, like in the fifties, right? At least from the ad revenue side, because then they started realizing oh, like, okay. hey, not just subscriptions are gonna make us money because with people not buying subscriptions to papers, like all the way that it's monetized is just by ad sales. Like mm-hmm. people aren't people don't wanna pay for content, like they'll do anything they can not to get in it. So I guess it kinda leaves the newspaper industry in a couple of options, right? Let's see if we can break this down. Like, you got on one side of the coin you can give away free content. I kind of like to look at it like music, right? You had artists that, you know, they would put out their music for free. This is like when in the era where people could still buy a lot of albums like off iTunes. Yeah. There was a website called DatPiff, are you familiar with it at all? Yeah. So, they would put their mixtapes on DatPiff. People would stream them, and although the artists weren't directly getting money attributed to album sales, they were getting money because they were getting a lot of shows because it was giving them more exposure. So in the end, uh, even though they weren't directly profiting from their music, the show money is what got them. Mm-hmm. I kind of would compare that to like newspapers where they give their content away for free and it basically boosts the number of eyes that are on the content. Mm-hmm. So say something gets like a couple hundred thousand views in a month, but it has the potential to do a million, you kind of look at the profit margin of, all right, are these subscriptions worth trying to monetize that or can we basically boost the ad revenue prices by increasing the amount of views because you ever notice like when you're on Facebook and somebody shares an article from the paper, but you can't read it half the time because Mm -hmm. people don't want to fucking do that. And that's what I think they They should do. They just want to read
0: the the clip on the bottom and then share it.
1: They'll share the article without reading it because I know these motherfuckers aren't paying the whatever 99 a month to have it, you know? So, um, I, don't, I just think that's, like, pretty interesting. And that's why YouTube's performed so well, is because they're giving the videos away for free, but now you cannot watch a video without an ad, usually, yep. unless you yep. pay, unless oh, you pay, unless you pay.
0: Out of all the streaming services, Hulu and YouTube, I would definitely give them, like, put ads on them. Because, and, like, and I guess podcasts, too. Like, I know a lot of people listen to podcasts, but it's, like, those outlets you can't avoid seeing or hearing ads you know right whereas like newspapers you choose to
1: yeah exactly and you can pay like a certain amount of month to skip the ads but that's a way that they're basically figuring out what one listener is worth and letting them choose not to consume the ads instead of just giving it for free it's like hey enjoy these 30 minutes of ad free whatever spotify after listening to this advertisement for it's free but if you want to pay for it you know same with SoundCloud same with there's so many different ways to do it yeah. hulu like you just said
0: hulu does this weird thing where like sometimes at the beginning of the thing it'll be like oh what, what kind of ad, what yeah. kind of ad do you want to see and then like you click whatever random one and then it's like oh okay we won't play ads after this like 2 minute one
1: definitely yeah so to kind of put into retrospect where the newspaper is now the first thing that was a threat to the newspaper industry because when you, when you look at the newspaper industry, the reason why newspapers exist is to provide as close to unbiased coverage as possible about local politics. I don't think the national newspapers are as important because you can kind of consume that information like anywhere, right? There's a million different outlets that are broadcasting that, but... Especially when it comes to local sports. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the only thing that's covering these kids half the time is that. Like, I remember being in Little League and, like, getting two hits and being ready to see my name in the paper. Yep. It's, like, stuff like that. Yeah.
0: Joey was in the newspaper, like, every week. That's why my parents still get it, I think, was because they were in the newspaper. It
1: was so rewarding. And I don't know if, like, new parents just don't give a shit, but it's still there. But also cutting down on like the editorial coverage. There's just like a lot of factors that go into it. Um, having newspaper websites, right? Like definitely cuts down like the need to have the paper too, though, because when you look at it people would get the paper and they would find out the news basically the day after it happens where stuff now is so like... Oh, yeah, like... Two, it'll it It'll be happens, like two seconds
0: ago. Oh, did you see this happen already? And I'll like, look, it'd be like two
1: minutes. You think about it. I'm like, time, yo. By, with how fast the world's at now, by the time the paper is on the printing press because I... Like, they need some time. They like have to the type press. a
0: full, cohesive yeah. article that makes sense and is grammarly, like, correct By the time shit,
1: <laughs> By the time that shit gets delivered to you in that weak-ass green plastic bag in the rain, by the time you open that shit up and dry it off and read it, it's already old news. Dry it off? <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to read a weapon. Well, here's the thing. Oh.
0: My bad. Ow, that phone. hurt my foot. Sorry. Well, here's the thing. Um... People. There are still some people. I know it's very few and far between, but there are still some people that don't have internet at all and don't have access to that stuff. I.e., my grandmother. Yeah. My grandparents do not have any. They don't know what's going on, ever. They watch. They'll watch like the Portuguese news and they'll get the newspaper.
1: I mean, ignorance is bliss to an extent. Yeah. So they get the O Journal or whatever it is.
0: O Journal. O Journal. <laughs> O oh, Journal. <laughs>
1: that, that's what they call it because that's that they actually are out of the same building that I was in.
0: O Journal. That's a yep. uh, newspaper in yep. Portuguese. Yeah. So. Word of the day. All
1: right. So I got a little sidetrack. So basically, you know, the first thing that was a threat to the newspaper industry was television, because people were watching the news instead of reading it. So in terms of real life numbers, right, in in today's dollars. Um. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's worse than it was in 1950 for ad revenue in newspapers.
0: Now? Yes. Yeah, I believe like, that 100%. So in
1: 1950, in today's dollars, newspaper advertising generated $20 billion. Wow. In
0: 1950?
1: In today's dollars. Like they oh, converted okay, it. okay. So okay. Um, when you look at that, right, you also got to take into account the amount of People that were actually paying to have the paper additionally. So, readership was much higher.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: In today's market, it's about 15, million, uh, $15 billion.
0: That's still more than I thought, honestly.
1: For real. And, like, you gotta take into account the amount of people that were actually paying for subscriptions of the newspaper as well. So, like, they're. Generating less ad dollars in papers, and they have less people reading it. So When? Now.
0: Oh, now. Okay, okay. I thought you meant in the 1950s. I was like, damn, they were dishing out money.
1: I mean, even just look at it. In 2000, right, there were roughly 6,200 newspaper firms in the country, and as of 2013, that had dipped to just above 4,200. Wow. So, they're, like, really rapidly declining. (laughs) Excuse me. So...
0: I remember in, like, when I was younger, you used to get, like, maybe there's still hotels that do this, but you used to get, like, a newspaper at your hotel room when I would stay in, like, Maryland and stuff.
1: That was pretty cool. So, look at the circulation numbers, right? Like, how many of those papers are actually just newspapers that get delivered to hotels that don't even get open because...
0: Yeah, You know. Yeah, that's true. So,
1: it's, it's fake numbers.
0: What do you, what's fake
1: numbers? Like, all right, say...
0: <laughs> like, ad revenue?
1: No, I'm just saying, like, say they, say they have, like, 15,000 papers printed, right? How many mm. of those papers actually get opened up?
0: I know. I know. Like, those... Uh, during quarantine, Next Door had, like, a ton of... I think it was the New York Times, New York Times yeah. delivered. And, and Cork did, too. And they just sat there. And, yeah. th- and then they would keep bringing more.
1: And how about the papers that, like, actually sit in the Cumberland Farms and don't even get sold? hmm You know? Yeah. And then they just end up getting used to put down on countertops so kids don't get paint on the tables when they're coloring eggs. <laughs> like. Very true. Or they use it as freaking yeah. book covers. Shit's crazy. Yeah,
0: it is crazy because I remember when I was younger, we would always do projects like, oh, go in your newspaper and find an article to like blah, blah, blah. And I remember we would do like time capsules and stuff. They'd be like, bring a newspaper article of something important and blah, blah, blah. And
1: so then, starting in the nineties, yeah. then so basically newspapers found a way to differentiate themselves from the television. So there was still a market for both, and especially with people in their habits. Like now, granted, like oh, this sounds gross to say, but I mean, you know, like I'm almost a thirty year old man, and gross, I've maybe opened up a newspaper in the morning to read. Like I haven't done that in my adult life. I wouldn't even say I've done it once, to be honest. I did it in
0: my kid life. Don't worry, when we get a house, I'm uh, I'm ordering the newspaper.
1: Cool, yeah, we gotta keep them alive, because the important part is you can have reputable news, or you can have bitch-ass motherfuckers, like... Facebook news. Yeah, like New Bedford Guide, just spewing whatever agenda he wants on some racist bullshit. Oh, yeah, that's true. Like, that's where you're gonna end up getting your news from.
0: Yeah, very true.
1: Because motherfuckers can just write opinions, and then you know, it is what it is.
0: Honestly, sometimes I get in, like, a zone where, like, I want to just share everything on Facebook, and I do do that sometimes, but if it's an article and it says something, like, really crazy or something like that, I always double-check on more reliable news sources, and I always make sure it's more reliable than I thought. And if people are like, hey, that's fake, then I'll be like, oh, okay, thanks, and I take it down, like, you really need to, like, I feel like a lot of people just, like, impulse share. Like, they're like, oh, I don't have time to read this, but I want to read it later. And instead of, like, saving it and, like, figuring it out, they'll just share it.
1: Well, the way algorithms happen, that shit kind of gets lost in the sauce, too. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of tough to go back and find it.
0: Exactly. No, exactly. That's why... Sometimes I share something so that I'll read it later. But then I forget, and it's just, like, on my page. It could be completely fake, or it could be whatever. But I, because I forgot to save it, and I shared it instead, then, like...
1: The good thing is, it still has a URL at the bottom, so you can at least kind of gauge if it's a reputable source. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I don't know. Twitter always breaks real news. I trust Twitter with that shit. But I, then, I wouldn't
0: trust Twitter,
1: no. But then, basically, now... So fast forward to the 90s when the internet hits and people start consuming content and consuming their news differently and the internet's got sounds and they got just the instantaneous fashion that it's delivered. There's also things that squeeze uh, newspaper revenues that, you know, other online publishers don't have to deal with, for example. So, uh, you look at expensive union contracts. Like, that's unprecedented like the amount like newspapers formed a lot of unions to protect people yeah so those kind of contracts it's so tough to fire somebody in the union even when i dealt with people that worked for the union and when i worked at umass like same shit like state workers like people that it's it's kind of not a hot take but i think people that work in the union are the laziest fucking people out there because they're so protected by the (laughs) union and like uh, can't do that my fucking union leader will hear about I know, it yeah. and they can't fucking stand up for themselves so they have to be bitches I wouldn't and combine say, with a bunch of people instead listen,
0: I wouldn't say all union workers but there are people that take advantage of the union most
1: people that I've, I've ever dealt with in a union there's a nurses
0: union it. my mom's in the nurses union yeah and she works with people that work really hard like her and then there's people that don't do anything yeah and just sit on their phones all day. So, and, and there's like, I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of other jobs that people need to work hard in. And there's some people that are just lazy, and you can't fire them. But
1: and part of the issue too is like, who the fuck thought it was a good business decision to have all these goddamn pensions? Like, police officers, they work twenty years, and they get eighty percent of their salary for the rest of their fucking life. Really a lot of them so that's why these Dang. town budgets are so high because they're trying to half the time it's just paying money out to people that literally aren't doing anything not contributing they're just fucking retired wow like pensions account for huge portions of budget so you take into account you got pensions from union contracts printing presses think how expensive it is to maintain a printing press Mm-hmm. then you also gotta look at like delivery fleets overhead overhead Um, of just other shit in the papers like maintaining these buildings like I know from my paper for example they sold their production building like each paper used to print so many newspapers that it would have its own building now it's all just centralized to one location because they're just trying to sell off assets like that shit's mind-boggling So whoever thought it was a good idea to fucking buy a giant newspaper chain that accounted for, like, I don't know, more than 30% of the country's worth. Terrible-ass investment. Like, you're cooked. Why would you think that's a good idea?
0: Um, I don't know, man. People still need newspapers for their crafts.
1: It's crazy, man.
0: Etsy? I see you.
1: (laughs) So, the Independent... The Independence, England's, like, main newspaper, the United Kingdom.
0: Okay.
1: Um, So.
0: Yeah, I've read stuff from them.
1: Yeah. They went strictly digital in 2016. That used to be a print paper.
0: Well, the the UK and pretty, I wouldn't say the rest of the world, but Europe is very, like, eco-friendly. So, I would understand why they did that. I wouldn't, I mean, it's also a smart business decision because you're going digital. So people have to go, which everyone already has digital stuff. So, but it's also like, they're more eco friendly than over here. So with us, it's like, oh, here's a freaking piece of paper in a plastic bag out on your sidewalk where the seagulls can eat it. But like over there, it's like, no, that's probably not a good idea anymore. We don't need seven year old kids getting kidnapped while they're throwing papers at five in the morning,
1: you know? So then you also look into other consumption habits like Google where people are more likely to seek a specific writer in their pieces as opposed to the publication as a whole. So a lot of people are kind of going off and freelancing and finding their own ways to monetize their content. Like I remember my dad used to get Sports Illustrated delivered to the house every week. They don't even do that anymore. I think it's like once a month. But he used to specifically read like Rick Riley articles and stuff like that. And there's like... Very few papers left in the country that have writers that people actually like pick up the paper to read their article. One being the Boston Globe. The Boston Globe sports writers set a precedent for why the sports media is so good in the city. Although the Red Sox fucking own the Globe now, so some of that shit's a crock. But like Bob Ryan, Dan Shaughnessy, uh, Jackie McMullen, like they were all Boston Globe sports writers that all like now go on cable television to give their sports takes too. They
2: mm-hmm. found
1: a way to make it work, Like, but people were specifically getting the paper to read their articles in the sports section and shit, which I thought was really cool. Um, and then, you know, different financial strategies have also kind of been something that has tried to help certain newspapers. Like the Wall Street Journal, they give away a lot of their content to like, they have, like, a lot of corporate contracts where, like, corporations will pay for the Wall Street Journal, and then, therefore, the whole company gets to, mm-hmm. like, read their articles and shit for free. Mm-hmm. And then, But that basically is more eyes And like, we were mentioning before. They found ways to monetize their advertisements that way.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I know with, like, with, like, architecture magazines, they'll, like, literally call... I don't know how they get, like... I guess you can just Google it, but... They'll literally call offices and like ask for for specific people and if they want like an architectural design magazine or whatever, and it's like it's insane. I I mean we don't even we don't have any magazines here, you know. No. Like I feel like in like o- when you go into offices when you go into like now they just I
1: say don't television. know. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually crazy. Yeah, there too. used
0: to be magazines. There's only magazines in, like, doctor's and dentist's office now.
1: Well, with COVID, now people won't want to pick up a magazine anyway. Very true.
0: Actually, I think they got rid of them now, now that I think about it.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen a ma- Wow, that's crazy. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Damn, their magazines were outdated anyway. Nobody wants to fucking read a Sports Illustrated for kids that's dated to the preview of baseball season when it's goddamn football season. Get your subscription up. No one wants to
0: see uh, a magazine about Angelina and Brad Pitt.
1: (laughs) People Magazine? Yes. Yeah, so in 2016, for the third year in a row, CareerCast survey um, actually took a survey as to the best and the worst jobs in the United States. And... um, being a print journalist was actually voted being the worst job in America three years in a row. <laughs>
0: what are the, the criteria?
1: Uh, it was based on... I
0: can imagine it can't be worse than, like, shoveling shit on a farm or something.
1: But I at least know. it was potential. They saw what more potential in shoveling... What I guess because of the lack of job prospects, because of all the way the industry is uh, declining, that it's just, like, whack.
0: Well, all my rights here. Shh. <laughs>
1: careful out there don't be drag racing.
0: that's the only way i drive
1: but it's just pretty crazy like the impact that it has on it like that's the scary part like newspapers keep people honest so that's why i think that they still need to exist but they gotta figure out some ways to do better or else it's not it's not gonna work out you want to hear some other fun facts
0: of course i do
1: of the world's one hundred best-selling daily newspapers, seventy-four are produced in Asia.
0: Of how many?
1: A hundred, in the world. Wow. Seventy-four are in Asia. China, Japan, and India account for sixty-two of them.
0: Well, they have a lot more. Like not to say that like poor people read newspapers, but it's like people that don't have access to internet and things like that. They definitely have a way larger population of people that don't have access to technology.
1: Whenever I would go to New York, I like I would see at least one Asian pe- a, one Asian person. One
0: Asian people. <laughs>
1: I would see one Asian person like reading a um newspaper in a different language like on the train and like at least once a day like when that happened like it's definitely a cultural thing too. Yeah. It's interesting.
0: One thing that America does well is I mean it's not even us doing it but it's not even like America doing it but it allows like it, it allowed in the past group, groups of people to migrate here so that they could create communities and feel more at home here because like I feel like New Bedford is literally built on like that foundation of all these immigrants that came and like formed this community this like Portuguese Cape Verdean like community here, you know, Definitely. and and in the Cape like I work when I work in the Cape now like there's a huge Brazilian community down there and they just kind of like made it their own and and like created that and in New York and like big cities there's Chinatowns and those are like mm-hmm. pockets that people can feel at home and not in their country, you know.
1: Definitely, yeah. This shit's it's wild. And you just kind of look at, like, where the like, so newspapers are thriving in other areas, but then you look at the United States. Since the beginning of '09, the United States has seen a number of major daily metropolitan shuttered or drastically shut down after no buyers emerged. So the Rocky Mountain News closed in February of '09. The Seattle Post-Intelligencer reduced their bare-bones internet operation, kind of similar to the Independent, but that ended up working out for them. The San Francisco Chronicle, um, basically they averted closure when employees made steep concessions. So, like, cuts in pay and all that shit, which yep. my job already asked people to do. They took away 401k, like, um, matching or whatever. Yeah. They furloughed people. So, 25% reduction in pay for a bunch of months. Like, it's crazy. Detroit, um, Both newspapers, the Free Press, and the Detroit News slashed home delivery to three days a week. So, then they had internet reading the rest of the days, but that's something else they tried to do to save it. Tucson, Arizona, the state's oldest newspaper, the Tucson Citizen, said it would cease publishing in 09 as well. Because Gannett failed to find a buyer for it. And then you got other large, financially troubled newspapers seeking buyers. So... Um, the San Diego Union Tribune was being sold privately through the Wall Street Journal at rock bottom price of less than $50 million. So it was like a real estate purchase. So you basically look at the property that that paper owned.
0: <laughs> wow. So it was
1: basically reduced to nothing. Like it wasn't worth anything.
0: Damn.
1: Um, yeah, it's just the list goes on and on. Um, large newspaper chains filing in bankruptcy since December of 08 include the Tribune Company, the Journal Register Company, the Minneapolis Star Tribune, Philadelphia Newspapers LLC, Sun-Times Media Group, and Freedom Communications. Another crazy one, right? Newspaper changes ha- uh, chains have purchased other papers and then their stock values plummeted. <clears throat> What's going on with us? Um, the McClatchy Company, the world's third largest newspaper country was a, uh, company, was, was the only bidder on the Knight Ritter chain of newspapers in 05. And since its $6.5 billion purchase, the stock has lost more than 98% of its value.
0: That is disgusting. <laughs>
1: um, so yeah, subsequently, uh, it led to large layoffs, executive pay cuts, and shares fell into the penny stock territory. Other newspaper company values have been similarly punished. The stocks of Gannett, Lee Enterprises and Media General traded at less than $2 per share by March of '09, Boom. And it hasn't increased. I'll tell you. Um, I
0: mean, I would support newspapers if they weren't so sketchy. Honestly.
1: True. It's just like it, it literally goes Like it
0: sounds on. like all they want is money.
1: Um, so the they recognized that newspapers were going to shit in March of '09. And there was actually a senator that senator that introduced a bill that would allow newspaper companies to restructure as nonprofit corporations with an array of tax breaks. That's good. Yeah, so I mean
0: He must have been an old timer, really liked his newspapers, right, you yeah. know.
1: And that's not something that people will go into the uh that won't go into that industry though. It won't be a sought after position. Can
0: I rip this up for you?
1: Yeah. So it's like a lot of people, a lot of people in the, like they got into the industry because it was a good job and now they're in it for 30 years and then they get screwed over. Like, where do you even go from there? If you lose your job in your fifties that you had since your early twenties. That's why I haven't stayed at one job because I'm just constantly seeking the next opportunity because they'll burn you. Before Honestly, you, burn you them. shouldn't.
0: You shouldn't have been at a newspaper company for the rest of your life. Yeah, right. Because if they're already like almost obsolete now, where the heck are they going to be in fifty years? For real. Even though like your boss was like, "Oh yeah, you're doing great," blah blah. I was like, in my head, I'm like, "There's no way in hell that this company is going to last," you know. Especially when they were sold. That's like a big. A big, big red flag, like, hey, we're not doing so hot. We need to sell, you know?
1: And then you just kind of look at, like, where else shit's kind of fallen. So, a 2015 report from Brookings Institution shows that the number of newspapers per 100 million population fell from 1,200 in 1945 to 400 in 2014. So, the actual number of newspapers per 100 million people. Over that same period of time, circulation per capita declined from thirty five percent in the mid 40s to under fifteen percent the newspaper the number of newspaper journalists has decreased from forty three thousand in nineteen seventy-eight to thirty three thousand in two
0: thousand and fifteen
1: Wow, so then it's leading to to journalists being more sp- like sh- like spread out hours wise to like get what they need and then therefore everything's not being reported. Mm-hmm. so it's just a tripled uh, like it's like a triple whammy it's a trip trickle down effect yeah it's uh the
0: triple trickle (laughs) trickle yeah
1: Yeah, it's upsetting so you know i'm like isaiah thomas now you know i'm just looking for a company to back up the brinks truck i'm a free agent right now and uh
0: what the hell is this analogy right now
1: isaiah thomas was like yo back up the brinks truck and then he got canned Celtics traded him, and then he got hurt. Nice. He was damaged goods. I'm damaged goods. I had a broken leg. You're not damaged. Came back. And then they fired me two and and a half weeks later.
0: I know. That was stupid.
1: Like, why bring me back? Like, let me look for a job or something.
0: For real. That's what you should have been doing this whole time, that you broke your leg.
1: Well, I thought I had a future because I actually genuinely enjoyed the job.
0: No, you didn't. You just...
1: (laughs) You're, just, you're like, just trying to be nice I liked working four blocks from home You're in the lunch breaks.
0: You're in the honeymoon phase now Because you left the job and you're like Oh you're thinking of all the good times Because you want to feel bad for yourself But honestly you told me like almost every day Quote and I quote I fucking hate my job
1: You would hate your job too If you felt like you were scamming local business owners Because they were buying print ads That are way too much money
0: yeah, that's why I, I quit. That's why I quit doing that um hello what did I do? HelloFresh. No, not Hello Fresh. What was the stupid like product the share. the product things. I yeah, know. I did one of those pyramid schemes cuz I was so broke. And then after a while, I was like, this is dumb and I'm scamming people. Yeah. Well, I, I honestly didn't think it was a scam at first, and then after a while, I like couldn't sell anymore cuz I ran out of people to sell to, and then the girl was like, just follow Everyone in the world and you can just sell it to everyone you see. And then I was like, No. No, that doesn't sound fun. Sure,
1: just call in this business like
0: And then she was like, Oh, um, why don't you just buy your own product so that you can make sale quota? And I'm like But then I won't make money then I would lose money. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. That's why I was like, I was like, I literally did this so that I could make money because I'm so broke. I can't even buy groceries. And you're telling me like, oh, yeah, you have to buy your own products if you want this company to work. Um, No, bitch. That's not how it works.
1: (laughs) So now like my job, I guess, well, my former job, they were. They're trying to do the same thing with the Internet. But now what you see happening is. A lot of, like, advertising companies that sell, you know, Google SEO ads and, like, Facebook ads and all that stuff. What turns out to happen is they are, yeah, they might be charging less of a price, but that money is not coming out of Facebook and Google's pockets. That money is coming out of the people that are allocating the advertising budgets for you. Like, they're basically just willing to do it for less money.
0: That's sad.
1: So say, like, a company's charging, like, Ten dollars, right? Mm-hmm. And six and a half dollars goes to fucking Facebook, and the other three and a half dollars goes to that guy. That guy might start charging eight dollars, and all that money will still go to Facebook, but he'll just make less.
0: Dang. Yeah.
1: So that shit's also kind of evil, low key. Yeah. Just wish the world were more simple, man. So you know. I'm sad because I just feel blindsided, but I'm excited for a new start. I gotta get a job in sports. going start like selling tickets or something. I don't know. Yeah, why not? Be a season ticket rep for the Celtics or some shit.
0: Yeah, you like could do that, but that's a system. lot of money up front, and they don't even know if they're gonna have a season. No, no, so no, no, I'm saying
1: like selling the season tickets on behalf of the organization, not being the guy with the tickets, but selling tickets on behalf of the organization.
0: Oh, yes. I, I don't even know how much more. S- well, um, yeah. you know, your boss likes you. Your boss, your former boss likes you. So just have him write you a really, like, amazing letter.
1: Yep. Hell yeah. So, you know, on that note, uh, you know, I think.
0: Life keeps going forward, guys. You know, you just got to meditate. You got to think about. The thing, reasons that things happen, you know? Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of people are unemployed right now.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. I feel for y'all. Hopefully, Turkey Neck Mitch McConnell extends the fucking extra unemployment drip when he. uh, Maybe he
0: would if you didn't call him Turkey Neck.
1: (laughs) Well, he's going on vacation, so he's going to get fatter. Um, oh, okay So one, co- so one cool thing Because they're on vacation until September So one cool thing about having all this extra time off Is I can spin more music And I don't have any gigs So You can expect a locals mix too From your boy uh, Either this weekend or early next week It's drop an ace fucking sap
0: And uh, I work full time So I'm gonna do nothing for you Except I am going to research for next week because I'm sorry I haven't done it like the last two weeks.
1: So if anybody's throwing a banger, I would love to provide the sights and sounds for y'all. And out of all the tracks that you'll hear on that mix, there's definitely one banger on there that sticks out. It's by my homie Supreme Scribe. He just came out with an album called Evolutionary Ideals. And his track's called Trip Home. Make sure you put your volume at full blast when you listen to this, you know. It's uh, one that'll make you feel high off life, and you'll know what I mean when you spin that and when you hear that after this episode. So appreciate your time, and I appreciate you guys listening to me bitch about newspapers. <laughs> and uh, we love you. Love you. We'll catch you next week, and we'll be back with some fun stuff then.
0: Yippee!
1: I power Ali Nobo, Piva. We out. That's me. Peace.
2: I'm taking it beat, hmm for the shit, check the TV, take it beat Okay, can a nigga talk his shit, off in them thighs, cause I love him hella dick Got a bad little baby and she wanna hit him like, mmm Okay, can a nigga talk his shit, off in them thighs, now I love him hella dick Got a bad little baby and she wanna hit him like, mmm, mmm High of life, just to get by, yeah. High of life, that's how I feel when I'm free. I'm screaming, yeah. High of life, just to get by, yeah. High of life, that's how I feel when I'm free. So, baby, let's talk. I need to focus. Maybe I'm lost. Need to change my motives. So, baby, let's talk. I need to focus. Maybe I need to change my motives. Yeah. yeah. Tripping k and I'm taking a bit. Cause I came with a drip. And I feel like fresh prince. If you pop at the mouth. I got boys that'll pop at his lip. But I ain't with all that shit. Is you stupid, my nigga? You tell me who teaching these kids. Cause they get left in the dark. Just to die in these streets. And you rappers ain't rapping about shit. Okay. So I roll on my bitch She keep me grounded No tears getting top in the roof Watching out for the cops Cause I caught me a zip 2010 took a trip out in Africa Got to see just how they live Although they lack half the shit that I get They appreciated way more shit than I did You did High of life just to get by it yeah. High of life That's how I feel When I'm free I'm screaming Yeah High of life just to get by it yeah. High of life that's how I feel when I'm free, so baby, let's talk. I need to focus Baby I'm lost, need to change my motors, so baby, let's talk